Welcome to the Warrior Marriage and Family Podcast. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I believe that your marriage and your family are worth fighting for. My goal is to empower you to fight for what matters most. This podcast is about you, your family, your marriage, and your children, and will include interviews and teaching on a biblical ethic on sexuality and gender. I want you to know that you're not alone, that others have walked down the same road, and there is victory. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert with the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle and the Warrior Marriage Podcast. Love to have you join us in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash the healthy marriage, where we focus on you, your marriage, and your family, and building a strong, biblical, healthy uh, marriage and family. Uh, tons of video and, and teaching there that I just, I've, I'm throwing out there for you to help encourage you uh, and, and your family. Now, what I want to spend some time today looking at is the idea of reentry and kind of the new normal coming uh, that we're coming into as we uh, leave many weeks now where many of us have been um, sometimes even completely locked down in our house, others kind of getting out just a little bit, but where our calendars literally changed and everything that we knew and had scheduled um, got lost. I've watched many of my college students get married with 10, 15 people present when they had uh, big weddings planned, and that's the the loss there. How many have gone through graduations now, and um, um, they've come to that milestone, and there's this loss there, and there's lots of change. There's a lot of people that live in fear. Uh, there's a lot of us that live in fear, and I hope that that's not you, but, and we'll get to that first point here in a second, um, I want you, as you think forward, and you think of moving forward, to be a realist in some sense, but also an optimist. It's not uh, the bent that many of us have is to be an optimist. We can be quite pessimistic at times. And right now, in this time, in, the, in 2020, April, actually now May, we are probably more pessimistic um, than we can ever be as we're in not only um, just the political season, but also this health crisis, the world crisis, and some things changing in our whole entire world um, and what, what that looks like. For you, for for your family, financially, career, jobs, and then as I again think of many of my college students, they're launching into their career, and there's all this fear and trembling as to what's to come, and that's not the the way that God wants us to see the world and the, and experience the world, even in the time of chaos. And if you look back in Scripture and look at all the the times of of difficulty and struggle, um, and under uh, really horrible situations in terms of kings and different leaders, how God is faithful. And do you really believe that? Now, I want to kind of talk about a few points today um, to help us focus on this reentry and kind of reintegration into a new normal. Many of us are going to want to go back to the old, go back to what we were doing um, back in January, February or so. And I, I encourage you not to do that. I actually encourage you, I strongly encourage you to actually think through and reprioritize um, your family, your marriage, um, what you're committed to, and all these these things, kind of lay them out on a table. One of the ways that I like to do this is get a big whiteboard and fill it full of the commitments, maybe even the schedule. Some of you have very complicated schedules with lots of kids and lots of um, different areas of commitment, and you're running ragged. This is a chance to reset, and I hope you will. I hope you'll actually use this time to uh, reprioritize those things that you're committed to. That's a, that's a really important first step to, to not just jump back in. But another one is 
there's there are people around you that are struggling, and I want you to be sensitive to those um, that are really, really struggling right now. Now, what do I mean by that? There are many that are living with more anxiety than they've ever felt before of the unknown. And how can we provide them um, a listening ear, um, spend time with them, um, but also help them learn some skills to calm that anxiety? Um, we are not to live with a spirit of fear and, and, and timidity even. How we're supposed to live boldly as Christians and as Christians, I think we should be leading the charge in this and being wise and careful. Um, there are a lot of people that are struggling with depression. This is this has brought out the worst in them. That's one of the things that I deal with a lot, and I have to really struggle to not sink into a place where I can't get myself out, or I can't even let others get me out. Um, my wife and, and kids, and and that's a very dangerous place. Loneliness is rampant right now, where many have been kind of locked away and just kind of lived on Netflix and, and videos and YouTube. And this is going to be a hard next step to kind of come back out of that, especially for the extreme introverts. Um, there are so many that are going to be needing touch, but are afraid of touch. Like think about what you've probably already experienced. You see a friend uh, over the last few weeks, maybe when you were out getting groceries or something, and you didn't know what to do. Do I hug them? Do I shake hands? But there's this little bit of fear it's almost like a fear of, oh, you might have it, and I can't come near you. And that's not healthy. Now, is there wisdom in that? Maybe so. But there are people that are craving touch and are also at the same time are afraid of it. So be sensitive to people. Be careful to not impose where the, the comfortability in the place you're at on them because you might be ready and comfortable and they're not. So be wise and be careful with that. There are going to be people that are going to be absolutely paranoid over any health problem that, that kind of peaks its, uh, you know, rears its head that I have a cough. Oh, I've got something. We've lived that for weeks now. We're going to continue seeing that kind of this hypochondriac uh, reaction of every little thing is that the worst. Um, and you can't convince a person that that's not what it is. So being able to walk alongside and be a support and a friend and, and encourager as they seek answers. And for most, they will seek answers. They will find that it's nothing. And then they will proceed. Although I know one of our um, pastors from years ago in another state, uh, it was amazing to watch. He went to the doctor and, and everything was fine. And then he uh, decided, let's do a test just to make sure it's not this other thing. And it was a different test that they don't normally, don't normally do. And that test revealed that he had major heart blockage and it saved his life. Um, I've heard of a couple who've, who've got a, an Apple Watch and the Apple Watch quickly revealed a um, problem in their heart, the, the arrhythmia, a, a, a mess, something that was a sign of problems, which led to getting help. We are in human bodies, frail bodies, and we need to be wise and be careful. And the truth is, is yes, we can have health issues that are even not related to this virus. Um, so being being wise, being smart, and seeking the right consult with the right people is really critical. But there are people that are living in fear. Be sensitive to them. Be careful that you're not pushing them. Now, another really important thing is to protect your marriage. Your marriage needs an us. There's you and there's your partner, and then there's an us. Think of that as three separate, almost people, in a sense. You need to be healthy, they need to be healthy, and that us 
needs nurturing. Some of you have had a lot of time to spend nurturing that, which is great. Others of you have hunkered down and have not tended to the us. Um, you've been more in survival. Some of you have been just busier than ever, and that's that's good too. Be thankful that you're employed, thankful that you have that. Um, but you need to attend to things like your sex life that you're having that's put in the right place. Not too big of a deal, but not eliminated either. Um, your conversations and your ability to still dream and still plan, even though it's hard when you had vacations maybe that were planned and now they have to be altered. Um, and certain really important things you were looking forward to that, that are um, now put kind of on, a, on, on hold. I need to be able to talk about your fears. The kinds of conversations you have as husband and wife are so critical to create also that friendship. You need to feed that friendship that that becomes a, a number one priority for you. And another really important one, you've got to make sure you stay kind of on the forefront of conversation and, and being smart about is your financial choices, how you're spending money, um, how you're investing, how you're um, planning for the future and how you're uh, relating to money. And the way that I talk about this is you all, we all have a relationship with money and we need to be able to, to talk as again, as a him, her, and an us and be intentional about this. So protecting your marriage is really important. Now we've talked about being sensitive to others, protecting your marriage and reprioritizing. Another really important was investing in your family. As you think of this transition, how are you gonna invest in your family? Some of you go back to work or some of you go back to the norm. We just go right back into a rat race and we lose sight of priorities. Your family needs you, your spouse, but also your children. And you need rest. You need that margin, which I have a really hard time myself doing, and it's really, really important to have. Think about having game nights. Think about having theme nights. Think about something that's different than what you did before. Think about uh, ways that you can create some ritual in your family that are new, that you maybe didn't have before, versus just jumping back into what was, or an attempt at what was prior to this. Um, and then the last thing I want us to really think about is integrate slowly. Don't just go all in. We're entering into spring, summer, and it's a time to go outside. It's a time to enjoy God's creation, to enjoy um, the way the world is even changing and transforming. Um, may we do that wisely. I can't wait to get back camping and, and hiking and backpacking and doing stuff outdoors uh, for this season. I look forward to that. Um, because by the nature of, or the virtue of having sons that led to some of that in the first place that I had never really cared much about it before, it's led to me really enjoying that space because I found there's something about a campfire and the conversations and the, the, the pace. What if you did that now? What if instead of in the evening you uh, went to the TV and kind of all settled around that, you went out to a fire pit outside and, and settled around that? What if you changed some of the ways that you did things that changed the pace of the family, the heart of the family, the focus of the family? I know many of us are watching um, church online. How do you integrate back into church in, in, in person? Some of you are loving the church online. Um, others are longing for those connections face-to-face. -face. We need to be the church, whether we're online, whether we're face-to-face, -face, uh, and that's more of consuming or getting how are we being the church? How are we serving others? And this goes back to, again, being sensitive to others. How can we help a neighbor, friends, um, loved ones um, to 
address some of these concerns. I, I definitely believe we're going to have a higher incidence of suicide. There definitely has been seen already a higher incidence of domestic violence. There are families in great need. There are marriages that are really struggling. There are also marriages that are thriving in this time as they've rekindled and, and reignited that spark even. Um, but I hope that you'll desire more for your life and for your marriage and for your family and the the legacy you want to leave for your children. And a lot of that legacy is what are your priorities? What do you invest in and spend the most time in? Um, each family has its own personality and its own culture, and it's really cool to see the differences. How can you celebrate those differences and even look at others and go, ooh, that might be interesting, and maybe try that, but also give yourself permission to not try that because you don't have to be like them. And comparison is a dangerous, dangerous place to go. So I really hope this is encouraging to you to think about um, as we kind of you know, reopen and re-enter into a new normal, and it's going to be slow. That's okay. And if you're someone that needs some help, I really, really encourage you to reach out to someone. If I could be of an encouragement to you and have a conversation with you and help, I would love to. You can go to Dr. Corey, or actually bookdrg.com um, and bookdrg.com and we can get on the phone and we can talk and see how I could better support you and serve you and if there's other things that are available to you. Um, I've got great resources for you here and um, in our Facebook group, um, posting stuff all the time because my heart and my desire is to serve you and help you build a family, a marriage, and a legacy that you're proud of. Bless you.